This is the 12th episode of this fucking podcast, and Farts Make Melee want to end it. So the thing I have to do to make this wild hour last is find a good way to spend it. Like maybe hating on Suna or shitting on Kenta or seeing Beyblades in men's power. Hearing Bugs Bunny call Daffy a slur or giving a pony a shower. Dating lesbians, doing some ice skating, or locating Kagami's brain. I don't know, man. Fighting a talking dog, making fun of the smirks, or driving your editor insane. Past Jenny, as you can see, you've done a fucking lot of shows in two times basketball. Fuck you, Kenta. So stick with us, cause Jenny and Melee are gonna do it all. So stick with us, cause here on Noises On, we're gonna do it all. Sahar! Jenny put too much effort into the intro sequence. So, Ferb, what do you want to do today? What about Perry? What does he want to do? Noises on! The noises are on! Yes, hello, everyone. Melee just. That intro. That intro. Oh my god. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, did that. uh for everyone that's um for everyone that's listening right now, uh this is literally just after I just heard the intro sequence that yeah. Jenny edited for the past what? Couple weeks. <laughs> for the pa- wow, the couple couple of weeks? I started work I started typing it up, I think I started coming up with ideas for it around the Game Tom episode, and then I typed it up after the Smurfs episode. After you really we recorded the Smurfs episode. You really did put too much effort into the intro sequence. Yes, I did. I did. I definitely did put too much effort into it. Um, anyways. I'm glad, though. It's a good joke. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways. <laughs> so, today, uh, we are covering the... <clears throat> uh, uh, yes, yes. Welcome back to Noises On. I'm Jenny. She's uh, she's melee. You probably gathered that from the intro sequence this time. And, Ooh, and yes. it's, um um uh if if the theme isn't uh apparent, we're doing voice acting. Stuff, yes, we so. we do we do voice acting. We talk about voice acting. And today, we'll do it. Yes, we are not paid to voice act. We're not paid to voice act. No, I would like to be paid to voice act. It would be nice. It would be fun. And I've you'd need a theater degree, apparently. I do. Apparently, I think. Wait, I'm not sure though. Anyways. Um, it's not, it's not, it's not required that this is a fun little actual yeah. thing that I learned from, like, actual voice actors, but ten, but, um, most voice actors tend to have a theater degree. Yeah. There is one who, who actually went into voice acting, even though she had a biology major degree, but still, yeah. you know. Yeah, anyways, um, <clears throat> but yeah, and today we're, eh, <clears throat> Yeah, we're covering today. We're covering another um, Western cartoon, and this is an this is an interesting one because it's actually somehow this is the first thing that we've done that's a Disney thing. Yeah. Yeah. Our first actual Disney one. Our first actual well, Disney we, one. Like yeah, we're, over well, ten we episodes into the series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we just referenced it. I think ever since the first episode. I think. I think Did so. We? I think so. Anyways, or maybe I maybe I'm thinking of the bit that I edited it out. So yeah. Uh, Anyways, yeah, yeah. This is um <clears throat> the actual <clears throat> first Disney yeah. one. Please, Disney, don't don't sue us, please. But yeah, um, but yeah. It, so yeah, we're doing Phineas and Ferb. If you couldn't gather from all the stuff earlier, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's a bit weird today. Clog um, in the throat. Yeah, clog in throat. <laughs> uh, clog in the throat. Anyways, but yeah, frog, Frog, yeah, but yeah, so Phineas and Ferb, Phineas and Ferb is a cartoon created by Disney, which aired from August 7th, 2007 to June 12th, 2015. The cartoon was made by Dan Povenmire and Jeff Swampy Marsh. It depicts two stepbrothers, Phineas and Ferb, who try to make cool inventions and have fun during summer vacation, while their sister Candace tries to get them in trouble. The brothers also have a pet platypus named Perry, who is secretly a secret agent. Who fights a mad scientist named Dr. Do- Heinz Doofenshmirtz? <clears throat> the series had four seasons and, uh, as of recently, two movies 
and received high critical acclaim, and also has a shared universe with Povenmire and Marsh's new show, Milo Murphy's Law. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's a spoiler for a thing, but I'm not going to say say anything about it, but yeah. apparently something, uh, a character from Phineas and Ferb is related yes. to the family. Yes, and in fact, at this point in that show, he's basically just a main character at this point. That's awesome. Yeah, but it also kind of says not great things about how not very memorable the characters in Milo, Milo Murphy's Law are. Anyways. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. But, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, Phineas and Ferb. Melee, would you like to tell me about some of your experiences with Phineas and Ferb? Okay. So, um, my experience with Phineas and Ferb. I remember actually, I think, okay, this is when I watched TV regularly and I wasn't on the internet like 24-7. I don't think I had my first smartphone or whatever back then. Like, I had like one of those like like slidey phones yeah. with the little buttons and stuff. Mm-hmm. So... I remember I would watch TV during those times, and I was an avid Disney watcher. I used to watch, like, a bunch of, like, live-action sitcom stuff, but not nothing like The Office, nothing like that. Like, you know, your regular Disney sitcom stuff. Yeah. Uh, Hannah Montana. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, which is a good segue into this. Yeah. And also, um, that's The Raven and stuff, but... I remember, like, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and the Sweet Life on Deck, I think it was the spinoff where they're on a cruise ship and they're, like, grown up uh, and stuff. On, on Deck was more of a sequel series because spinoff implies that they're still making the original show. Um, oh, but that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, um, yeah. I, I remember, because they were advertising this, obviously. They were advertising it for Disney XD, I think. Uh, or what was... Or what was going to be Disney XD. So, I remember when this first came on and they actually had, um, Ashley Tisdale. Uh, that was from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody come back onto, um, the Phineas and Ferb thing. And I also knew Ashley Tisdale from High School Musical, because she's Sharpay. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... I and a fun fact about this: I watched the first episode as soon as it went on air, wow. and I avidly watched every week after that. Neat. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't know exactly <sighs> when I started watching Phineas and Ferb. I remember what the first episode that I watched was. Um, <clears throat> it was the one where um, Phineas and Ferb end up just kind of coming across all of Perry's stuff, and then. Uh, they end up fighting Doofenshmirtz instead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I... Um, but other than that, yeah, I I was quite a Phineas and Ferb kid. I I remember I have the DS game, which is surprising. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's surprisingly good for a DS game, even <gasps> if Phineas looks horrifying, and even <laughs> if all the music is low-quality MIDI instruments. Um, and I actually... (laughs) It's a a Disney video game. What do you expect? It's not gonna be top quality. Well, the gameplay was pretty good, though. Uh, it kind of reminded me of a more platformer and minigame-focused version of the Mario and Luigi games. Anyways. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh, other than that, I also, uh, one one year my Halloween costume was Phineas, and I've got... Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got a big fucking papier-mâché Phineas head. (laughs) Oh my god, you paper machéed? I helped a bit. It was mainly my mom that did it, but yeah. Well, yeah, that te- that tends to happen a lot when you're a kid. You don't actually make it. Your mom makes it. Yeah. Because I know my first cosplays were much- basically made by my mom. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, But you have to show me, like, I don't know if you still have it or if you have pictures or something. I but do still. still have it. It's, <laughs> yeah, I do still have it. It's in the, um, the, it's, it's in the room with the PS2 and the Wii. You need to show me. I will next time you come down here. <laughs> anyways. If I come, if I come down or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yes. So, Fingers and Ferb, uh, should we get into the episode summary? Yes, please do. Also, yes. um... This is this is another like short. I think it's gonna be another short episode. Um, I here's the thing. 
Uh, so, okay, so, yes, that's a, that's a good point. I will mention that. Uh, individual episodes of the show are 15 minutes long, as opposed to 30 minutes. Um, yeah. That being said, 12, I... This one was 12 yes. minutes, I think. Yeah. Well, actually... 15, they're 15 minutes with commercials, is this kind of show length. Right, yeah. Anyways. But usually their episodes are 12, so... Yeah. Uh, anyways. Without commercials. But, yeah, but to compensate for that, I took extra notes on the voice actors. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> I don't. Well, also we don't mind um ha- uh, having, having a shorter a short, podcast. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyways, so um, shall we shall we start uh the summary? Yes. Okay. So the episode starts out with the typical theme song for an episode of the series. Today is going to be a great day by Bowling for Soup, who are also oh, known- that's the name. Yeah, that, that, that's the name of the theme song, and the name of the band is Bowling for Soup, who are also known for the Jimmy Neutron theme song. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah! Um, <laughs> um uh, okay, so, Jenny, where did you watch this, my love? Um. Phineas and Ferb. I was going to watch it on Disney+, Plus, but, uh, my mom was watching, my mom was listening to Howard Stern in the kitchen, and I couldn't hear the show over it, so I used very legal websites on my computer. Okay, because I was about to, I was about to, um, get on my soapbox and say, oh, wow, you have Disney+, Plus. wow, you could, um, watch the, watch this stuff, mean, me, like, it's not like it's a bad thing to watch on very legitimate sites, yeah. But just, but like, there's extra work I didn't know that that went into watching it on these extra sites. Well, you, like she the, had to tell me. Well, those are it's not necess- it's not necessary extra work, but it's recommended extra work just for any kind of that kind of site. Okay. Yeah, like, like, like for all I know, I said, the, the yeah. for all I know, the specific site you used is perfectly safe. But like, I just want you, you want to be careful about that. Anyways, <laughs> so. The episode properly opens up with Phineas and Ferb relaxing under a tree with their pet with their pet platypus Perry. Phineas asks Ferb and Perry what they both want to do today and gets no response. Phineas says he won't put up with this boredom and says that his life over summer vacation should be a roller coaster, specifically one better than the one that they rode at the state fair. There's then a cutaway gag where they show a pathetic roller coaster they rode. Wow, a cutaway gag. What the fuck is this family guy? Holy crap, Lawish. I know what we're gonna do today. <laughs> Don't compare Phineas and Ferb to family guy. I forbid you. Anyways, <clears throat> Phineas talks about <laughs> building a roller coaster and then says the famous line, I know what we're gonna do today. Yeah, uh, a bunch of my notes are basically catchphrases from all of the fucking, like, characters. Like, yeah. Phineas is, so, Ferb, what do you want to do today? And I know what we're gonna do today. Yeah. So. Um, after this, his mom shows up to say that she's going to be out doing things before walking her dump truck ass off screen. Anyways, out she front- She doesn't have that much of a dump truck ass. It's, n- it's not as much as, like, the mom from Dexter's Lab, but it's still, like, as far as Phineas and Ferb characters go, pretty big. Anyways, out front- Yeah, I suppose- I was yeah. thinking, I was, like, honestly, like, it's not Pixar Mom. Dump, it's not dump Pixar Mom. Though. It's not It's not Pixar Mom. It's not Gendy Tarkovsky Mom. It's not Kiryu Koko. It's just, like, but, like, considering what Fingers and Ferb characters tend to look like, it's pretty good. Anyways. Okay, uh, it's just, it's just, like, it is definitely mom proportions in terms of the art style. Yeah. Anyways, okay. out front... Phineas and Ferb's sister, Candace, is asking if she's in charge while the mom is gone. The mom, oh. who will now be referred to as Linda, because that's her name, says there won't be any- I forgot her name was Linda. Holy yeah, shit. I remembered that. Says there won't be any need for that, but Candace asks if there's an emergency, like a satellite crashes into the house. Uh, after which when the mom says- When did they reveal- Sorry. When did they reveal what the mom's name was Linda? I think in, like, episode three or something. Okay. Because I, I knew that she had a name. I just could not remember it for the life of me. Yeah. I just know the one funny thing, I think it happens way later in this season. This specific season, I think. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, the mom. Oh, yeah, the... One-hit talk- wonder. Oh, that's like episode three, I think. Is it? It's very early, I know. Anyways. I don't I don't think it's that early. I'll, I'll look it up. Hang on. Jenny, play the play the funny working song. 
Yeah, it was episode three. Oh, shit. Yeah. Episode okay. three, Flop Stars. Anyways. Oh, amazing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the mom says there won't be need for that. Uh, and then Candace is like, well, if a satellite crashes and the mom goes, in that case, you're in charge. She goes to tell Phineas she's conditionally in charge, who is very unimpressed by, while working on blueprints. Fun fact, originally in the series, Phineas was going to be a self-absorbed little dickhead. So that's why he acts yeah. like this in this episode. Yeah, which I thought, I think it was very interesting because I was like, oh, wow, this is very different to what he eventually turned out to be. Yeah. But um, I, guess, I, guess, <coughs> I guess it's not very original because don't they have that in Ed, Ed, and Eddie? They have it a lot in a lot of um, cartoons, right? Um, like or a self-absorbed little dickhead character? What? A self-absorbed little dickhead character? Yeah, usually in the yeah. main character. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, I very much, yeah, and also at the same time, I very much get why they went with not doing that, because it it just kind of doesn't make sense in the context of um, of Phineas and Fur, but where, like, they're supposed to be these jovial kids who do all these fun things. I mean, Anyways. yeah, jovial <clears throat> bored kids. Jovial sure. bored kids who do fun things. Anyways, um... Phineas, I'm very yeah. surprised at them, by the way. They know all this shit about engineering, and they're like, what, 11, yeah, 12? I think they're in, like, fourth grade. 11. Uh, I think they're probably in, like, fourth grade, which means that they're not in Australia. <laughs> no, stop. Anyways, um, no, I, I showed I her a VTuber were... clip. <laughs> oh, my God. I, th I thought they were in, like, middle school. Um, well, they still use crayons for stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, but yeah, so, Candace asks Phineas what he's doing, and he says homework, after which Candace says it's summer, and Phineas says, that's cool, you wait till the last minute then. Wow, like me. <clears throat> well, no, it's more like me. More like me who hasn't been doing her homework at all. Ooh. Anyways, Candace says that she's in charge conditionally and walks inside before the phone starts ringing, after which she picks it up. It's her friend Stacy. Though Stacy doesn't, who we don't see, yeah. yet. we don't see in the, yeah, she doesn't talk in this episode, but she is an actual character. She's in, uh, her relatives are in uh, the um, longest day of summer special where they do caramel dancing. <laughs> oh my god, really? Yeah, they do caramel dancing in Phineas and Ferb. Did you not know that? I don't. Okay, either I blocked it out of my memory, or I truly just don't remember, or I wasn't watching at the time. Hang on, I'm going to. While we're on this short, okay. Yeah, While we're on we this go. short break, I need to take my, I need to bring my dog out because. Okay. Maylee's bringing her dog out. Do the, do the song. I love you. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I sent you the, um, yeah, the I'm caramel dancing. It. Oh wow, I. Guess I never saw this. Yeah, they they do that during the um episode where they go all around the world. Yep, I've never seen this. Anyways, um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, Candace talks with Stacy on the phone while Phineas and Ferb transport various building materials in the background. Candace is talking about things with Stacy, such as Jeremy, who is Candace's current crush, who becomes her boyfriend in later seasons. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it's I think it's really interesting though. Because, like, uh, when I was watching her do all this stuff, I'm like, ah, yes, the old stereotype of uh, girls talking on the phone, especially a cord corded phone. Corded phone, uh, yes. And also, I, yeah. Not gonna lie. Okay, as a little kid, yeah, I actually wrote in my thing, um, man, I wish I had friends to talk to on the phone with. That was kind of my dream as a small child. I literally... I literally wish I had friends that I could have talked to on the phone, but... Honestly, same here. <laughs> never had that, anyways. I um, never had that either. I still yeah, don't really have that. And neither do I. Anyways. Um, 
But yeah, Candace is talking about things with Stacy, such as Jeremy, who's Candace's current crush, who becomes her boyfriend in later seasons. And I would like mm-hmm. to say, Jeremy is just a generic fucking hot guy at first, but in later seasons, he gets some actually very good character development, and I actually really like him in the new movie. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, becomes a very it's... funny and enjoyable guy. Yeah. Wait, okay, if I... Re- okay, I think I remember correctly. I think I slightly remember about Jer- Jeremy's voice actor. And he appears, like, slightly as a cameo in the yeah, first he, episode. Yeah, he does a show... He does have a cameo in this episode. Um, I think if I remember correctly, his voice actor was a guy from Hannah Montana named Oliver, who dated the best friend of Hannah Montana. That is very possible. I never I watched Hannah Montana. I think it was. I think it was. Uh. Anyways. Listen, don't test me on di- early Disney sitcom shit, especially Phineas and Ferb. That's why I remember this shit. Anyways, yes. But, <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, so... Yeah, in later seasons, Jeremy becomes very fun and has a lot of really great scenes and jokes and good characterization, but in the first, like, season, he's just there for Candace to be like, oh, he's so attractive. Anyways. I guess it just was like a gag at Yeah, first, it was just a gag at first and then everything out. And then once they realized we want to have a bit of continuity in this show, they decide to give him uh more they, they decide to give him more screen time, but when they decide to give him more screen time, they have realized, "Oh, we're going to have to give him traits." So, yeah. And yeah. they yeah. I think though maybe this was a little like funny little trick, you know? Yeah. Like um you know how uh, usual cartoon executives don't get, like, don't put shows on unless they have, like, stereotypical stuff on there? Yeah. Like, um, I think I remember there was a thing about the original pitch for an adult cartoon looked like generic adult cartoon stuff, and then it got greenlit. And then once it got greenlit, the style changed, so it actually looked as the regular style. Mm, I don't remember the... I don't remember the cartoon. It was, like, some dude with, like, a weird goatee patch thing. Mm. I think. Oh, wait, wait, I think it might have been um, Dan Versus. That <clears throat> might be it. Yeah, that anyway. Dan Versus wasn't necessarily an adult cartoon. It was more of, like, a kid's cartoon with some adult jokes. But, yeah, uh, it was a good cartoon, anyways. Um, mm. I, anyways, and after that. They, I yeah. think they probably pitched it to Disney, like, okay, this is going to be, like, Saturday morning cartoon yeah. kind of thing. It actually ended and up, then they flushed it It actually it wasn't a Disney show. It was on, um... Hub, which was where My Little Pony used to air. Anyways. Oh. Uh, but yeah. So, Candace talks on the phone about how Phineas and Ferb never get in trouble for the things they do, but there's not going to be any funny business today, because she's in charge. However- Why does she want to bust them so bad? Sorry if I keep- Sorry I keep interrupting, but- I have- No, it's okay. We want it to be a long episode with a lot of content. Anyways. Um, <laughs> she wants to do it because, um, she- f- I'm- My guess is that it's been going on for a while, and- she, uh, like, saw them doing it one time and went, that's incredibly dangerous for two children to be doing. And then they got away with it, um, and just kept doing it and never learned. And she's like, this is still incredibly dangerous, and eventually kept going until she just was like, okay, now I just want to do it on principle. Because my, <laughs> my brain is obsessed with it. Anyways. I, I personally just think she's doing it more for the clout, though. Yeah. Um, Older sisters do be like that, though. Yeah, she. Yeah, but she is. She is probably doing it for the clout. She's. Oh my God, she's on Twitter. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Stacy tells her over the phone that she can see something massive outside. After which, Candace goes into the backyard and sees the start of a massive roller coaster before telling Phineas and Ferb they're going down. I mean, yeah, that's mo- like most of how a roller coaster works. They they use momentum. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I Candace, yeah. not, I went to Knott's for a physics field trip, so yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would have gone to um, Six Flags for a physics field trip, but I did not feel safe around my class. Anyways, um, hey, let's go to Six Flags. That sounds fun. Anyways, um, <clears throat> while Candace leaves the house, Phineas and Ferb's friend Isabella shows up, makes hard eyes at Phineas, and asks her usual line of "What you doing?" What Twitch- you doing? I yeah. love her. I put that quote in my notes too. Yes. Um, to which Phineas says that they're building a roller coaster. Isabella greets Ferb, who doesn't say anything in response. She asks if he ever talks, to which Phineas says Ferb's more of a man of action. Ferb then hits himself in the face with a hammer. Two things <laughs> here. 
One, haha, Ferb has brain damage now. And two, fun fact, I remember this from, like, later episodes, Isabella is Latina and Jewish. Oh, I love that. Yeah, on the Christmas special, um, like, they have this whole plot about, like, oh no, Christmas is ruined for everyone. Isabella, we need to do something about this. And she's like, I'm Jewish. <laughs> I truly don't remember that. I remember wow. it. It was, one of my, it was one of my favorite lines in that a Christmas special because it was the the Christmas special was overall just kind of okay, but just that line of like I'm Jewish, I'm not affected by this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways, uh, I love it. But yeah, I love this cartoon so much. Yeah, uh, but yeah, after this, Isabella's uh, oblivious and asks Phineas if he wants to go to the pool. To which Phineas, even with how oblivious she was being, is still a bit too much of a dick and points out he's doing fucking weird bullshit engineering shit. And then Isabel leaves, and uh, after asking if Ferb has enough rivets, Phineas asks where Perry is, starring the episode's B-plot. Every episode has one of these in Phineas and Ferb, or at least pretty much every episode. And Phineas- usually it's for uh, Perry. Yeah, they're usually Perry. Phineas and Ferb's pet platypus, Perry, is seen putting on a fedora and escaping into a secret passage, where he then ends up in a secret hideout, and receives a message on his screen from his boss, Major Monogram. Monogram tells Perry, who he calls Agent P, that the evil Dr. Doofenshmirtz is back up to his old dirty deeds and has bought 8% of the country's tinfoil. Maybe he thinks that they're trying to beam specification rays into his head while he watches Seth MacFarlane's hit TV show, American Dad, on TBS. Stop, no, we're not doing this. Um, I didn't say Family Guy! (laughs) No. Anyways. You just said it just now. Anyway. Anyways. um, uh, My favorite thing about this is... uh, his theme song plays, which is Anyways, Mogram tells This show has a lot of iconic themes. Yes. In fact, I have sung two of them for this episode. Anyways. And technically three now. Monogram tells Perry to go after Doofenshmirtz, after which Perry gets in a flying car and flies off. He sees Phineas and Ferb discussing what will happen during the roller coaster ride, and I'm pretty sure at least two of the things that they're discussing are against the Geneva Convention. Anyways. What is it? Um, they were talking about, like, we'll use snakes here, and then after, and then at this moment, we'll, uh, have solid rocket, bu- solid fuel rocket boosters. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure using solid fuel boosters in just, like, civilian shit is probably a Geneva- against the Geneva Conventions. And I know using living beings, like snakes, is against that. Anyways, um, it ends up not- it ends up only being one thing, but still. May- I, I think maybe, like, maybe they did- were like, oh, maybe we shouldn't- have live snakes because later on they do have a gag about the snakes. Yeah, so. the, yeah, they do have a gag about the snakes. Anyways, cut to next scene. Cass walks into the store where Linda is and talks about the roller coaster Phineas and Ferber making. Linda says Phineas is a little young to be a roller coaster engineer. Cut to another <laughs> scene, and Phineas is acquiring supplies for this, and the person he's borrowing slash renting from is asking if he's a little young to be a roller coaster engineer. To which he says, "Yes, yes, I am." Oh and my then, god, that's that's also a running joke in Phineas. Yes, and that's Ferb, a running that's another running joke. It's so good. Also, yeah. it's so weird to me because Phineas sounds so young. Yeah. In this one. If, like it's rare that um in a cartoon they will have like one voice actor for a character that's supposed to be young through the entire span of the thing. Um but Phineas's voice actor is like one of the exceptions. The only other one I can really think of is um Finn in Adventure Time, but even then, that's because Finn ages as the show goes on. Anyways, yeah, he became like he was like thirteen. Yeah, he went to he went, he went to... from thirteen to seventeen through the course of the show. Yeah. Anyways, cut to another that scene. Been through uh, a yeah. lot in yeah. four years. No, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, they take a weird robot arm from him and use it to build the roller coaster, traveling past the location of the B plot. Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated, that but the jingle doesn't play, play in this it. episode. I'm so sad. Yeah. Are anyway. you gonna say that? Yeah, I said the jingle doesn't play in this episode. Anyways, I'm so sad. <laughs> yes. In there, Perry encounters Doofenshmirtz, who says he was expecting him, and then traps Perry. No, he says. Yeah. Ah, ah the how, incre- <laughs> how incredibly unexpected. And by unexpected, I mean completely unexpected. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. Oh. Then that's also a bit of a running joke. And 
Yeah, it's where he it, always traps Perry and explains his. Where yeah, we're like plot. yeah, but like it, there's a bit of a running joke where like Duvenschmertz says, "Ah, oh, Perry the platypus, how blah," and by that I mean the opposite of that thing. And they do spins out like, "Ah, Perry the platypus, your timing is impeccable," and by impeccable I mean completely impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. God. Duvenschmertz yeah. slaps. <laughs> yes, and I, I would like to r- say here that um, there's a lot of things in this episode that kind of feel like growing pains and, like, they're not entirely sure what they want the show to be yet, but Doofenshmirtz is, like, the one thing they got almost completely right first fucking try. <laughs> yeah. I, I think mainly, basically, Perry's B-plot. Yeah. They got, essentially, okay, slap it, we're done with this one, how do we improve the rest of it? Yeah. Like, the only major changes that they make to Duvenschmertz is him putting Inator at the end of everything, and, um, the Duvenschmertz evil incorporated. Giving him, giving him, like, yeah, and giving him actual, actual other problems other than being evil. Yeah, but even then, they introduce, like, his daughter early in the series. Um, like I said. Yeah. Giving him actual problems. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Doofenshmirtz uh, traps Perry, and then says he covered the entire eastern seaboard in tinfoil, and is going to use a <laughs> magnet to drag it west and reverse the rotation of the Earth. When explaining this, Doofenshmirtz says that he doesn't know how he'll profit off of this. <laughs> and uh, I, I think also, I think maybe they also improved by, uh, because later on in the series, he'll just have, like, plans to take over the whole tri-state area. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, I will take over the entire tri-state area! Anyways. I think for this one, he's like, I don't even know what I'm doing, and I yeah. feel like that's the writers also being like, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. But yes, uh, next scene, Candace is at the store asking Linda to take her seriously when she sees a poster of Phineas and Perb. Phineas and Perb? Perb. Phineas and Ferb <laughs> put up advertising their roller coaster. While she leaves to go get her mom to see it, some kids take it with them and leave, making Canvas. Uh, Canvas? Candace! <laughs> I was doing homework! <laughs> <clears throat> making Candace present her mom with a blank pillar. In the next scene, Phineas and Ferb are debuting their roller coaster, and a bird flies into it and fucking dies because it's so big. Wow, fucking rest in peace, Kiara. (coughs) No, it's it's not that. Sorry. Rest in peace, and then there's a fucking bird funeral for it, like, on The Office. Yes. Um, apologies for the, like, what, three fucking VTuber references this episode? Anyways. Hey, I referenced The Office, like, twice. Yeah. And I've been watching it this entire week. <laughs> I listen. I just watched a funny clip of the the Australian bird telling the shark about grades, and the shark doesn't know what the letter what what the word two is. You were watching me. Yes. Anyways, you're, you were showing it to me. Yes, I showed it to you, but I showed it to you like right after I saw it. <clears throat> oh boy, howdy! But yeah, after displaying how to buckle their seatbelts, Fanny sits down, and the roller coaster goes down. After some wild fucking loops, they get covered in snakes, but end up fortunately just being rubber. Okay, so now I think only one thing on this violates the Geneva Conventions. <clears throat> the I roller... mean, they still violated the Geneva Conventions, but yes. they ended up being rubber snakes anyway. Yeah. Uh, the roller coaster then goes in and out of a bucket of mud and through a car wash. And uh, after a part which Phineas refers to as the ah, we're back to the B plot. <laughs> Duvenschmerz is actually. It crosses, it crosses yes. in front of uh, the building. Yeah, it crosses in front of Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. And they still didn't do <clears> the <throat> jingle. Yeah, they still didn't do the jingle, which is... A, it, well, that's against the Geneva Convention. Anyways. Yep. Doofenshmirtz is further talking about how he doesn't know how he's going to financially recover from this, and Perry throws a screw at him. Uh, using his tail. The screw goes into Doofenshmirtz's foot after bouncing off of several surfaces, and reeling in pain, he falls into the release button and Perry escapes his trap. Uh. Doofenshmirtz then activates his magnet, but instead of reversing the Earth's rotation, the twin- the tinfoil is coming at them in a two-ton ball. Candace sees the roller coaster outside and asks her mom to come see. Trying to move the magnet out of the way, Perry notices a helicopter and uses his grappling hook to shoot to it before tying it to the magnet and leaving leaving Doofenshmirtz to be crushed by the ball. 
<laughs> well, after well, saying, like, You saved us! Thank you, Perry the Platypus! And then he gets uh, crushed by the ball. Crushed you, Perry the Platypus! <laughs> and that is also a running joke. Yeah, there's a running joke of him going, Crushed you, Perry the Platypus! Every time he loses. Every, uh, every time he loses, yeah. Um, yes, this... Uh, the magnet then ends up picking up the roller coaster and moving it. Kenneth asks Linda if she still thinks Phineas and Ferber are under the tree, and, uh says that they'll see when they get home. And she is very excited because she's very she excited. knows that they will not because they're on a roller coaster. Yeah, they're on a roller coaster and how would you how would you like Yeah. You can't be in two places at once. Yeah. At um, least they unless, I, I think they didn't do things like that yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> um on the roller coaster, Perry jumps off of the helicopter and lands on the roller coaster, getting out of his costume before Phineas sees him. Some very rough CGI happens, and after being flung across many different areas and confronting a version of Jeremy with a weird voice and also a man asking if they want a croissant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that! Oh my god! I wrote that! I was like, I didn't know Carl Weezer was in this cartoon. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> croissant! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, after this, they end up in space, uh, before plowing back to Earth and seeing the beginning of Sonic Adventure 2. Um. What? The, the, when, the, when they, um, see just, like, the JPEG of the Earth. Oh my god. Of, like, a city. Remember that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, anyways. Um, after this, Candace arrives and sees Phineas and Ferb not there. She goes to get Linda, but they are there then. After they all leave, after the two of them leave, all the other kids got out of the tree where they were, uh, when the roller coaster cart <laughs> crashed into it. And the roller mm -hmm. coaster cart's also on fire. When Isabella gets out of the tree, she asks if tomorrow they'll teach Perry any tricks, to which Phineas says that he's a platypus and they don't do much. To which Ferb talks for the first time in the series and says false information and says that they're the only mammals to lay eggs. Echidnas do it too. Um... And Phineas <laughs> says maybe he'll lay an egg. I think that happens in a later episode. I'm disturbed about I how. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. I did have a thing about Doofenshmirtz's thing. So when he was explaining his plan, I legitimately was hearing it and I was like, did they, was this script? I feel like the first part was scripted. But then while he's like explaining it and then Perry's like looking around or whatever, I feel like it became improv. From what I've heard, um, the the voice actor will get into who the voice actor is. Um, and it's a neat thing. Uh, the voice actor is like pretty good at improv, from what I've heard. So it could okay. be that. Anyways, yeah, it's. I feel <clears throat> maybe it's a bit like the office situation where they do yeah. have scripted stuff, but then they have like little sides or something. Or yeah, the actor they themselves also, will. Yeah, they've like, also got that in. Um, uh, I remember they have that in Parks and Recreation because like yeah. there's the joke of uh, Andy going, Leslie, I think I've found your problem. It's I checked on the computer. It says you have internet connectivity issues, um, and that was an improvised line. Uh, <laughs> and and it's and I think in technically this show's made by the same dude that did uh yeah either by the dude that did create the office and another dude that wrote on the office so yeah um so like there's that but I remember they also do it on um Rick and Morty because there's like several episodes that have a bunch of skits that are just improvised um makes sense yeah but yes so uh yeah Ferb then burps and Isabella leaves. And Phineas wonders what they should do tomorrow before the cart explodes and the episode ends. Woo! Woo! Yes. I love so, Phineas and Ferb. I do too. But that being said, as far as Phineas and Ferb, this is a weird episode. There's, They were very obviously still going through growing pains, uh, and many staple elements of the show aren't present. Like, Stacy is referred to, but she never shows up. There's no Baljeet and Buford. Um, yet. Yet. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, and also, uh, there's, they, they, they don't play the working song. They don't play the suity up, 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 I'm guessing this is, this is, this was like the pilot, you know? It, I don't know if it was the pilot, but it was probably like the first episode that they had, um, like released. Cause like often pilots end up not being aired and not resembling the final show a lot. Yeah. Uh, maybe this was an exception, though. Maybe. But yeah, so, yeah, Melee, your opinions on the episode? 
Yeah, I think the same things, because I'm like, oh, yeah, the usual elements of what makes the show very memorable aren't there, but you can definitely see, like, the workings of it. Like, they have the usual formula of the two kids, and they're like, what are we gonna do today? I know what we're gonna do today! Let's do this insane, crazy thing! Yeah. And then... And then Candace tries to bust them. Somehow they evade all that stuff through basically luck. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, Perry's adventures. And it, I don't... I feel like at first it's like, what? A platypus is an agent? What? But then after a while you're like, oh, okay, cool. What Perry, what's Perry gonna be up to? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> so... Uh, we've, we've, we've done the episode summary. Now, onto the voice actors. This is gonna be a fun episode, because, it, in English at least, most of the voice actors are just actors. Yeah. Espe- mm. Like, I listed, like, two of them already. Yeah. Um, so, Phineas's voice actor is Vincent Martella, who played- He supports, he supports- um, yeah, Vincent Martell is so cool. He's so fucking cool. Um, in addition to playing Phineas, he was also Hope in Final Fantasy Thirteen, which is one of my favorite Final Fantasy games, actually. Oh. Yes, and also in a recent um, DC animated short, he played Jason Todd. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, do you know who know Jason who Todd is? is? He's nope. the second Robin. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't know anything about... Yeah. Superheroes at all. Yeah, no. Uh, Jason Todd was the second Robin who died, but then uh, reality got... that's some weird dude. Here's the thing. For ages, he was considered, like, the one character that DC's not gonna bring back to life. And then he got brought back to life. Because um, Superboy Prime punched reality because he was angry. And then that brought Jason Todd back to life, and he became Red Hood. And... At least he became. At least he came back to life as Red Hood because Red Hood's a really cool and interesting character. That he just wasn't um, good as a Robin. He he wasn't very good as Robin. He was kind of annoying as Robin. He's good as Red Hood because he's a character whose whole thing is making Batman question his no killing rule. Um, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's Vincent, Vincent Martell. He's cool. Um, but he's not got uh, much really interesting under his belt. Ferb is Thomas Sangster who played several characters in the 2015 series Thunderbirds Are Go. And I don't want to know anything about that series, because I don't want Thunderbirds without marionettes. That's the whole fucking thing that makes Thunderbirds good. Anyways, Thunderbirds was a series from, like, the olden days, where it was about, like, um, pilots fighting aliens, I think. I think they were aliens. Um, and it was all done using marionettes. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was a bit uncanny, but it was also, like, just so... You, you could clearly tell that the people making it had a passion for it, so it was very enjoyable. Okay. Um, and it, uh, yeah. It was, it, but yeah, Thunderbirds Argo was, like, a reboot CG series based on it, and I was like, I don't want Thunderbirds unless it has marionettes. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, fun fact, actually... Uh, Thomas Sangster doesn't play Ferb in the new movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You told me that there were two vo- Ferb voices for some reason. I yeah. think you mentioned it before. Yes, I did, in fact, uh, because his, in the new movie, Ferb is voiced by David Erigo Jr., who plays Free Hata in the K&B dub. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious to me. Yeah. That's just fucking hilarious to me. Yeah. But, because um, we, got, we got a fucking anime guy, and then... You can fucking trace Phineas and Ferb to Kurokunobasuke just by that. Yes, and I can also trace Phineas and Ferb to Kurokunobasuke through other uh, through other routes. Anyways, though the most direct one is just David Arrigo Jr. Oh, I mean, I mean like the canons of the series. Anyways, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I can get into it later if you want. Anyways, yeah, explain to me later. But yeah, he's actually done a lot of live action roles too, uh, such as he what played- about Vincent Martella. Uh, Vincent Martella, I didn't see any really notable live-action roles. Um, okay. You want me to... I, I, I can, like, probably look him up if you want. Um, um I could I could look him up. Uh, other notable roles... He was Scoop in Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Oh, um, wow. Nothing else that's really notable for me. Anyways. 
it's so funny because before he looked like an absolute nerd. Yeah. But now he looks cool, so. <laughs> yeah. Now he looks kind of like my, um, uh, uh, my communications teacher from my first year, my first semester of college. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, but, like, Ferb is Thomas Sangster, and he's done some live-action roles, such as he made a cameo as a First Order officer in Star Wars The Force Awakens, and mm-hmm. also, this one's <clears throat> a bit fucked up. <laughs> Uh-huh. I, I I read this on his Wikipedia, and I was like, do I want to put that in? And then I thought about it, and I was like, I might want to put that in. Oh, in no. the television film Hitler, Rise of Evil, oh. he played a young Adolf Hitler. Anyway, so Candace. <laughs> Candace. Can- I explained Candace a little bit. Slightly, yes. Um, Candace's... Uh, voice actress is Ashley Tisdale and as far as voice acting roles she played a couple of cu- couple of minor roles in a few episodes of Family Guy um oh, weird. yes the blueberry scout leader in, and a, and the blueberry scout leader in A Bug's Life oh wow and she's also been she's also been in a lot of live action stuff she's more of a live action actress uh yeah. she was oh, Sharpay oh, Evans I, I, yeah. I think am I am I wrong I think she was also in Fish Hooks she probably was. I don't know anything about fish hooks. I didn't. I see do because I watched it. <laughs> oh, mamma mia! Because oh, Corey was in it. <laughs> oh dear. Um, was she? Uh, oh god. Um, you're, and, you're broken. I broke you. Anyways, um, <sighs> I I know that she's apparently done music. Uh, so there's that. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Um, let me see. Was she in? Uh, was she in Fish Hooks? Uh, let me see. I'm looking up because I know Justin Roiland was in Fish Hooks. I know Justin Roiland was in Fish Hooks just because I heard someone refer to um, that one point. I think she was in Fish Hooks. I'm looking. I think she this. was Chelsea. Okay, I don't know who that is. Anyways, that's the that's the uh, female main fish. Okay, that means nothing to me. Anyways. <laughs> But yes, she was also she's also in a lot of a lot of live action stuff. She was Sharpay oh, Evans no, in the I was high wrong. school musical series. No, it's series. not her. Yeah. Okay. She's not in it. Okay. She was Sharpay Evans in the high school musical series. Mm-hmm. Um Maddie Fitzpatrick from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I think and only she- on there too, if yeah. I recall. Yeah. And also, uh she is currently a panelist on The Masked Singer. Oh wow. Yeah. Um so uh next up is Perry. Perry is not a live-action actor. He's a bit of a voice-acting legend, in a way. He's D. Bradley Baker. Oh, um, shit! It's D. Bradley Baker? Yeah, D. Bradley Baker. Known for he voice- He is a voice-acting legend. Yeah. Okay. He's a current he- voice-acting legend because, uh... I forget his claims or something. I re- okay, remember I, well, reading I've it got, on Amazon. I've got them all written down here. So he's Do known it. for voice act- voicing many animals in a lot of different shows, like in uh, Glitch Techs. Uh, Keep on the Edge of Wonder Beasts, and Avatar The Last Airbender, where he voices Momo and Appa. Um, many miscellaneous character voices in shows like Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken, The Powerpuff Girls, and SpongeBob SquarePants, where he voices Squilliam Fancy Son, Old Man Jenkins, Bubble Bass, and Kevin the Sea Cucumber. And Basically on- a lot of miscellaneous characters yes, in SpongeBob. And, yeah, and on top of that, there's still more. He's Waka yeah. in Kingdom Hearts. Number four in Codename Kids Next Door, Beautiful oh, Joe. Gotta watch that. Yeah, Beautiful Joe, Professor Wizgiz from Winx Club, Klaus from American Dad, just about oh. every one of the aliens from Ben 10 Alien Force, Cinnamon Bun from Adventure Time, Atlas and Peabody from uh, Portal Two, the Frog Lady from The Mandalorian, and Deblob. Ah, <laughs> uh, from Deblob. D. Bradley Baker. D. Bradley Damn. Baker. Yeah, he's Perry. He was. He's also in the. He's also. He was also in the new Looney Tunes, the one that was yeah. like that came after the sitcom version. Yeah, that, and that he, he played Daffy in that, roots, I think. And he was yeah. Daffy. Yeah. Yeah. Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz is voiced by someone who's not a voice actor and is not an actor. He's Dan Povenmire, one of the show's co-creators. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Because on. Yeah. <laughs> It, it it honestly felt because I was like it that happens a lot in some of the some of the um cartoons they yeah. tend to have the creators tend to like double roll yeah um but yeah 
Uh, so he's not a voice actor, so he doesn't have any other roles other than, like, one character in Milo Murphy's Law who I don't remember anything about. But he did used to work on Family Guy, <laughs> uh. where he actually wrote the episode Road to Rhode Island, which is actually one of the better episodes of the series. Um, and also, Babe, yeah. this is really interesting. He he used to work on SpongeBob, oh, and wow. specifically, he wrote the Campfire Song song. Let's sing around the campfire. We'll gather around the campfire and sing our campfire song. Yeah. Our C A M P F I R E S O N G song. Yeah. Major Monogram was actually voiced by the other creator of the series, Jeff Swampy Marsh. Oh, boy. He's also not a voice actor, but he did do work on both The Simpsons and King of the Hill. That's awesome. Yeah. I kind of like, I would like to know a lot more about, like, I know we're mainly a voice acting podcast, but, like, if we do ever come into contact with people who have not done any acting roles and only did this one voice acting role, that is very interesting to me. Yeah. Um, Linda is voiced by Carolyn Rea, who doesn't do much other voice acting, though she did appear in an episode of Dr. Cat's Professional Therapist, um, which is a it's a pretty good like uh, kind of old uh, cartoon show, which is mainly improvised. Um, she also played Hilda Spellman in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which is a live-action role for her. She was, uh, oh, wow. Sabrina's, like, aunt, I think. Anyways. Isabella is Allison Stoner. In addition to playing Barbara Gordon in Young Justice, and, of course, Isabella, she also plays Shion and Kyrie in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Wait. What? Isabella, her voice actress, Allison Stoner, plays Kyrie and Shion in Kingdom Hearts. Was she the original voice of Kyrie from the first game? She's the current voice of Kyrie. Did they change voice actresses? I don't for think Kyrie? so. Uh, let me see. Because um, I think, didn't they keep the same voice actor for Sora? Yeah, they kept the same. Vo- it's still Haley. It was Haley Joel Osment at the beginning, and it's still Haley Joel Osment for Asora. Um, I think that she. Oh wow, no, they. So like, it seems like she became the voice actress for Kyrie, um, in what was technically the second game. Uh, yeah, she became the voice actress for. Oh no, okay. So the voice actress situation with Kyrie is complicated. Um, okay. I'm all I'm going to say is that in Kingdom Hearts one and two, she was voiced by uh someone else who's oh wow and also uh Shion in Dream Drops Distance was that but no yeah in Kingdom Hearts one and two and I think uh birth and in Birth by Sleep, Kairu was voiced by the person who played Dot in A Bug's Life, but in every other appearance of Kairi. She is uh, voiced by Allison Stoner. Okay. There we go. All I've right. sorted that out. Anyways, um, last voice actor who shows up in this episode, uh, Jeremy, because he shows it has a little uh, cameo. Uh. Um, he is Mitchell Musso, who yep, plays. Yep. Yeah. Uh, were there roles that you knew for him that you want Oliver to talk about? Oliver from Hannah Montana. Okay, there we go. Uh, he also <laughs> played Ang and Avatar. What? And yeah, he's Aang in Avatar, and in the movie Monster House, he plays DJ Walters. Yeah. Anyways, he was Aang in Avatar. Yeah, he was Aang in Avatar. Yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, those are all the English voice actors that appear in this episode. Want to move on to the other language ones? Yes, please. So Phineas, Phineas's Japanese voice actor. We're gonna start with him. Is Koki Miata. Mm. Uh, he plays Wadatsumi and Dellinger in One Piece. Uh, you've not met either of those characters yet. One of them shows up in the Fishman Island arc, and one of them shows up in the Dressrosa arc. We gotta um, read One Piece. Yeah, we do. He's Beast Boy in Teen Titans. Oh. He, yeah, he's Normal in Garfield's Pet Force. <laughs> um, he is Chihiro Fujisaki from Danganronpa. <laughs> So, you know, Phineas is a femboy. We've got that now. Um, I thought that was always canon. (laughs) 
<coughs> Anyways. What? He's Aichiro Nitori in Free. Oh um, my god, really? Yeah. And he's also... Uh, that, yeah. that, that boy is absolutely a fanboy. Yeah. And he's also Kalasmos uh, from Dragon Quest XI. Oh. Yeah. His Hebrew voice actor is uh, Hadar Shahaf, who plays Bart, Nelson, and Ralph in The Simpsons. Yeah. Koyuki and Sergeant Frog. <laughs> Did you want to comment on Simpsons? Do you want to comment on Simp? Boot. 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 Anyways. Um, yeah, she's... Uh, uh, they're uh, Koyuki and Sergeant Frog. Daphne in Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Alex and Totally Spies. Uh, and that's really all f- that's interesting for them. Um, Who? Uh, the Hebrew voice actor, Hadar Shahaf. Um, but yes. For, uh, for oh, Phineas. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. The French voice actor is Don Renoul, who plays Ty in Digimon, Hubert in Futurama, Carl from Jimmy Neutron, Shin- <laughs> Shinji from Evangelion, <laughs> uh, Raz from Psychonauts, and uh, Sora from Kingdom Hearts. So, Candace, um, Candace's voice, a- Candace's Spanish voice actress is Christine Bird, who plays Karine in Bleach, um, Sakura from Naruto, one of Alexis's friends from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, that, and that's all they really got for her. Her Hebrew voice actress is Adi Kozlovsky, who plays Ahsoka Tano in the Star Wars The Clone Wars, um... And also, uh, in One Piece, uh, they play Alvida, Kaya, and Bellamere. <laughs> and, uh, they're also Vanessa from B-Movie. Uh, is that the lady? <laughs> That's the lady the that fucks the bee. Anyways. Um, Dude, I don't think they fuck. I do. Anyways. I haven't Doof- seen it in a while, so. She makes some gestures towards him. Anyways, Doofenshmirtz. I mean, I know they flirt, but... Like, gestures. Anyways, Doofenshmirtz. The Japanese voice actor for Doofenshmirtz is uh, Yohei Tadano, who plays Jiminy Cricket in Kingdom Hearts, Greg from Steven Universe, Kudo from Great Pretender, (laughs) and and, um, Flanders from The Simpsons. Kudo is the character who is voiced by Mike Pollock in the English dub. Oh. Oh, is that the... uh... Yeah, that's the short guy that uh, uh, Edamura is friends with. Okay. Anyways, monogram. His Japanese voice actor is Tomomichi Nishimura, who plays Onoki in Naruto, the Grave Mind from Halo, and M. Bison and Akuma from Street Fighter. Who, fun fact, the Japanese version of Street Fighter, neither of these characters have the same name, uh, mm-hmm. and they're named Vega and Goki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Linda. Her Polish voice actress is Agnieszka... Kunikowska. She played Fiona in Shrek. I, I couldn't find much interesting on Linda's voice act- actors. Mm-hmm. Um, Isabella, her Japanese voice actress, is Shiho Kawaga- Kawaragi. She played um, <laughs> Sakai Sayonji from School Days. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that is. Um, School Days is a notoriously shitty anime um, about a guy that keeps fucking these girls, and then he gets killed at the end for cheating on them. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, like I remember someone was talking about how the they were like, I was watching this because I like pain, and I got to the ending, and I was like, I don't know if that was satisfying or stupid, and out of nowhere, and they were like, I th- I'm very confused by this ending. Anyways. Uh, her German voice actress is Sabine Beutelmann, who plays Kenny in South Park, Princess Toadstool in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, Cream in Sonic X, Amelia in the Slayers, Lisa Simpson, and Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Her French voice actress is Kelly Moreau, I think, who plays Elizabeth in Bioshock Infinite, Mira Jane from Fairy Tale, Kyrie Kyrie from Kingdom Hearts again. Oh. Um, Sarah and Ducky in The Land Before Time, and Nami in One Piece. Is this, which language is this? French. Okay. Anyways, Jeremy, his Hebrew voice actor, is Gilan Shahaf, who plays Mark Chang in Fairly Odd Parents, 
uh, in addition to Johnny Test, Cole from Ninjago, <laughs> Cheese Sandwich from My Little Pony. You know Weird Al's character? I forgot. Oh my god. Weird Al, the Weird Al Pony? I didn't watch that part, but Oh, yeah. it was a, it's, a, it's the best episode. Anyways. I, w- and- I was like what fourteen maybe when that Anyways, came out? Anyways, and he is, and uh, oh, he's also the Onceler. Oh my god, he's mm. he's the Onceler. You don't don't bring back two thousand sixteen Tumblr, okay? Listen, no. I need you to focus on the fact that Cheese Sandwich is the Onceler. I don't want to think. No, bury all that shit about the Onceler. I cannot handle Johnny Test is the Onceler. No. Anyways. Stop. Now, now here's the thing. You might have noticed that I didn't say Ferb's uh, other language voice actors earlier, and there was a reason for that. Why? Ferb has a very special other language voice actor that I want to get to. Uh huh. So, his Dutch uh, voice actor is Sander Vanderpol, uh, who uh-huh. plays Zuko in Avatar, and also again number four from. Uh, Codename Kids Next Door, and Sonic from Sonic X. Right. His Hebrew voice actor, I forgot to write their name down because I was just so excited by all this. Oh, you you were writing down in a feverish way, weren't you? I was, believe me. Um, so his Hebrew voice actor is Guy Rushin- Rushiniak. He plays... John Arbuckle in the Garfield show. Kiba from Naruto. Brock from Pokemon. Lars from Steven Universe. Shaggy from Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. And Jenga from Beyblade. So this has been a fun podcast, everyone. Um, uh, everything goes back to Bla- Beyblade, huh? Everything goes back to Beyblade. Listen, this is the whole thing of this fucking podcast. Everything always goes back to Beyblade. We already had Kenta in the Pony episode. We had Kenta in the Yuri Yuri episode. We're having Jenga this time. We just did an episode on Beyblade, and we've got another one planned for eventually. It's going to be we a couple weeks. We didn't do an episode on Beyblade yet. We did do an episode on Beyblade. I said we have. It was our second episode. Oh, I thought I thought you meant the second second episode of Beyblade. That's no, coming up no. soon. Yeah, that's coming up soon. That's what I mean. I, I I meant we're doing a we're doing a second episode on it. Um, okay. and there's gonna be fun information on the voice actors there. Um, so yeah, that's all the voice actors I have writ- notes written down on. Um, Ooh. Yeah, time to do housekeeping. 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 Are you on the dock? I am not. Let me just. Uh, there we go. Now I'm now I'm on the dock. Anyways, so thank you for listening. I'm Melee. I'm Jenny, and our music is Glitter Blast by Kevin McLeod, who's done royalty-free music that you've probably heard all across the internet. If you know the bling ding 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 ding, you know him. <laughs> our our thumbnail art and logo is done by a producer Sahar. You can yes, find yes Sahar. In- <laughs> you can find her Instagram at. Kuro Kitty with two Y's, all lowercase. That is at Kuro Kitty with two Y's. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, then you can uh, find us at Noises on Podcast. That's at Noises on Podcast. Each each word capitalized. Yeah, each word capitalized. All right, and then our, we are also on Instagram. So in addition to following Sahar. Follow our Instagram at noises underscore on. That is at noises underscore on. If you want to email us a request for the show, then you can email us at noisesonpodcast at gmail.com. That's noisesonpodcast at gmail.com. No capitals this time. And if you want to donate to our podcast uh, to to show your support, uh, you could donate to us on anchor and the lowest is a dollar per month i think about a dollar per month yeah and then the highest is about ten dollars per month so yes. yeah yeah so um we've done all that 
Now, Melee, would you like to introduce the next episode? I know you've been excited for this one. Yes, I have been! It's Haikyuu! I love Haikyuu! <laughs> Melee is very excited about doing a Haikyuu episode. Because it's your going to be your first time watching it! Yes, it is going to be my first time watching it. Everything that I and know you, about yeah. um, everything that I know about Haikyuu is uh, I know that uh, Hinata is in um, uh, J Star's Victory Versus and therefore also exists in Phineas and Ferb. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also there's um, Kenma who yeah, looks like Kenma. a character. Yeah, who looks like a character that I designed once. Yeah. But other than that, you don't know anything, and if you like, if you got into Kirk in a Basket through this podcast, you're gonna get into Haikyuu. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And, so, yeah. yeah. So, we are now signing off on Noises Off. Yes. Bye. Goodbye. So stick with us. And <laughs> End!